So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch a flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast. Back another week. I uh, couldn't tell you what episode we're on. It, it's a lot. They keep adding up. And then I add stuff and they don't get numbers or something or the bonus episodes. And they're like, oh, is this a bonus or is it a number? Uh, I don't know. So I think it's 173. But we're still doing it. Doing a thing. I hope everyone had a good week with mopeds. Uh, I got out and had a ride yesterday, super cold with Thomas, and we broke the Yamaha Sting. And I don't know if you guys have ever been like in one of those like positions where like a clutch spring or something really weird breaks, where the bike just can't idle. There's no stopping. So we literally went like full hot boy status, just like okay. We're like, we had our Bluetooth on, so he's talking to me. He's like, yo, the bike won't idle. I can't stop. And he's like, we're, I'm just going to split lanes, and we're going to run lights. And I'm like, I'm with it. Neither one of us had license plates. We're riding super dirty, and we're just like running every stoplight in the middle of the city. Just like, all right, I don't see any cops. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> like going around vehicles. It got real sketchy, but uh, we did whatever it took to make it back to the house. So that was my week with mopeds. Super exciting. And I broke a brand new rebuild which was lame. I rebuilt a Tomos and within like the third time starting or something, completely smeared the little Woodruff pin and fucked the crank up. So now I have to take it apart again, or we're going to get like real sketchy. I'm going to try two things. I'm going to try lapping the crank and like giving it a good whack and seeing if that's like gets it to stay in place pretty good. Like some real solid lapping component and like a, like an extra washer or something behind the nut. I'm going to try that. And if that doesn't work, we could potentially try just welding the the pin position like closed, just like eh, heat it up and like weld it shut and like drill a new hole or put another crank in. And I have like another stock crank laying around. So we'll see, but that's mopeds for me for this past week. And now we're going to kind of get into it. Uh, we have a guest that we've recently mentioned like on another episode, we had Carrie on a couple weeks ago from LA and she talked about this person and I was like, Oh yeah, that is a great person to head on a podcast. Like that makes total sense. If you go to Muppet army, you see like the beautiful, like cover shot on the website of like this girl ripping across this bridge and it looks beautiful. And it's like the best picture ever. That's Ashley. So you've all seen her before, whether you've met her in person or not, but that's like perfect. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are. Hi, everybody. My name is Ashley. Um, man, I haven't been on a moped army in so long, but <laughs> I am slash was just an honorary bully and a member of a Brooklyn club called Friends, uh, where the only two qualifications are you have to be our friend and you have to ride mopeds. Um, so, like yeah. It. How's it going, baby? It's going good, man. Like... I know you were like, oh, like, I don't know if I want to do it. Like, I haven't ridden mopeds in a while. I'm like, no, no, no. You're still like, you're still in no matter what. Like, yeah, because <laughs> we're all allowed to have like that time away. Like, we can't 
sometimes you get burned out or sometimes it's, it becomes like you're doing it too much. Like the good thing becomes a bad thing, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think for me, the craziest thing is, is like, I haven't really ridden a moped in almost two years. Yeah. Like I, I work from home now. <laughs> I live like, cause I, I live in Brooklyn and we're on a six floor walk up where I can't see the street. So like, I don't park my bikes near my house. I yeah. leave them at the moped shop, which mm-hmm. like, we're happy we still get to have in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Mopeds is a great job. Shout out to them, dude, like, for like keeping it going after Pete moved. Yeah, no, JP is like the head of the ship now, and like they've been doing great work. Just seeing the like custom builds they've been throwing out on Instagram is yeah. like, and they're and they're and they're racing. They're doing cool shit too. So you're like, you get to see oh, like yeah. all, all the different sides of it. Well, and they're like single-handedly keeping the moped scene alive. Like, not to give like in Brooklyn at least, like yeah. getting new people on bikes, and like every every time I see a ride on Instagram, there's like new people going. But it's that's tight. it's kind of wild where it was like I've ridden for so long and just stopped. Yeah. You know, it's like the pandemic happened, and I was like, well, not riding to bars anymore. Mm-hmm. Like. It's weird. Not right? writing to work anymore. Yeah, it's it's kind of unsettling. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get that totally. It's like you. It's like because it's it's just weird because it's not like it's not something you meant to do. It's like I don't know. Like I have like we, things I can relate it to, but then I'm like, oh, that's silly. I don't want to like try to relate to it like that. But it's like <laughs> I I remember I remember I had like big piercings for a long time. I had like plugs, and I was like. Yeah, I got my gauges. And I was all pumped on them or whatever. And then like I started riding mopeds. And I was like, oh, these big metal things hurt my ears when I put my helmet on. I'm gonna take them out. Yep. And I took them out and I just so I could like ride mopeds and do stuff. And then like one day I was like, oh, I'm cool. I'm gonna go to the show. And I went to put my plugs back in and they didn't fit. And I was like, oh wait, this is an accident. What happened? <laughs> yeah, no, I I I like before I started riding mopeds, I had like double zero gauges mm. too, but like I ended up blowing out one of my ears no. and it healed up, it healed up so nice. It was oh, like, yeah. I never had plugs at all. And so I like sort of purposely blew out the other ears and it healed <laughs> up too. So I was like, okay, I like will never get a second chance to have like normal earlobe. Yeah. But that reminds me like, when money. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to have to get them sewn up. That's like tragic. But it reminds me of when I started writing in like 2011, I went through this phase where I would wear these gigantic hoop earrings, like with my full face helmet. So it just like couldn't, I had the best posture on my bike because I couldn't close the gap between like my ear and my shoulders because the hoops would just like lift my head up. That's sick. I'm really glad that that pace didn't last too long but dude, ghetto hoops were fabulous dude <laughs> yeah i mean they're still fabulous yeah you just gotta you just gotta take them out put them in your pocket you know yeah put, put exactly them back yeah on. taking them out would have been the smart move but like all the old all the old uh bald balding mopeders you know they all keep their hat like on them you know they like, take their helmet off mm-hmm. they put their hat right back on <laughs> oh yeah it's like it's seamless it's, yeah. you can't even tell the second between like the helmet coming off and the hat going on yeah. i mean Seems getting a lot older and they're losing their. <laughs> so you gotta just have that like instant like hat like helmet to helmet to hoops like. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Quick, just quick like change, quick maybe clip on clip on hoops might be a quicker way to do yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Then like the the release is cool. You just give them a quick pop. You know. Yeah. Oh, that would scare people though. Yeah. Just like you see, me put on my helmet and just yank my earrings out. <laughs> like, 
Oh my god, not that hard. Are you like you like actually wait like someone else accidentally do it to you? You like they walk by and you kind of like they bump you and you you rip it out real quick. Oh, oh, you got me. (laughs) What have you done? Like I hate you. (laughs) Yeah, so that'd be a great way to start drama again. Yeah. So you said um you you got into mopeds back in 2011. So you want to kind of like tell everyone how you got into mopeds because I feel like that that's always like the best question to start with because Mm -hmm. we all got into it. Like, and I feel like everyone got in in a kind of, some people got in similar ways, but like, you know, hearing someone's original story and like how they got into it. Cause it's a really weird, like this is a weird hobby to find yourself into. Yeah. It's a weird hobby to get into. Um, but so I got into mopeds through, so I worked at a Starbucks in my hometown in Northern California. Um, where my manager was dating this like guy who was 20 years older than her. Um, he was an old school Lambretta dude. Like he had lived in San Francisco and like had a bunch of these really sweet vintage Lambrettas and he got her a Vespa Grande. And I was so jealous. I was like, wait, I want one. This is so (laughs) cute. Like I, like I'd been hanging out with them and this guy's daughter was my age too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she ended up getting, oh man, I want to say that she got a Peugeot. And I was like, I need a two guys. Like we can go on rides together. And so we went up to Sacramento or we went down to Sacramento and there was this like really beat up light blue Peugeot 106 that I had found on Craigslist for like $700. And it had like duct tape holding everything together. <laughs> and I was like, this is perfect. This is the bike for me. I'm so excited. And like, so like, it was completely, soft. it was awesome. But that, that's how I got into it. And after that, it was just like a game over situation. Yeah. Dude, that's super funny. Like, you're just like, yeah, I, I need one. I need one. That, I love that yeah. too. When like people like when their friends get them and then like people in that circle start getting mopeds together. Like, I feel like that's one of the best ways to do it. Cause then you have like, friends to ride with like right out the gates like a lot of people like get find them and they're like alone until they stumble into the community yeah exactly no and that that was the that was the most fun part about it is like there were no there was like one person that was kind of in the hardcore scene up there that Mm -hmm. had a moped but that was something he went he had a moped with um i can't remember if he like knew somebody in the Sacramento gang. No, I think so, someone was like living in Yuba city where I lived and okay. like they run mopeds together for a little bit, but he hadn't ridden in like three years. So it was just me and my friends like tearing up the levees and like <laughs> riding through orchards and shit. Like it, it was a blast. I missed it a lot. That's perfect. Cause then you, you also like, you're so blind to like the bigger world of mopeds. Like you're literally just like doing your own thing and like enjoying it and yeah. having fun. And you're like, then you find the larger community. You're like, Oh, this is, this is a thing. Like we've been doing this. Yeah. Well, and I like kind of knew that it was a thing because, uh, will the person who like got everybody in mopeds, he like knew some of the creatures, Mm -hmm. um, in San Francisco. So when I finally was like, I want to kit my Peugeot, I want to make it go fast. He's like, (laughs) all right, well, you're going to have to like, I can help you a little bit, but you're gonna have to like go on moped army and like, figure this out yourself and of course like it never ran again after I tried to hit <laughs> my french bike definitely not like a do-it-yourself first time bike yeah, 
French French is really hard to start with. Like um, the guest we had on last week uh, is this new like East Coast club from Pennsylvania, like a weird little town in Pennsylvania. Um, and they like the couple girls in that like they started with mode mode and I'm like, dude, like oh, no. you guys are all starting really hard bikes. Like that's two weeks in a while someone started with French bikes. I'm like, dude, they got started real tough. Like they kept the, well, their it, their whole scene stock, which is weird if you if you listen to it, but like their whole scene's yeah. running stock bikes. And I'm like, so well, that's cool. perfect. Cause like, once you go like start kidding stuff, that's when you start having problems. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, it's kind of sick to start with like one of the harder bikes to work on because then you get a poop, which was like my second bike. And I was like, <sighs> Oh, I can just like rebuild everything. Like <laughs> the clutch is just right here. This is perfect. Like, like is it was so, so easy. easy. Cause <laughs> I was traumatized. From I don't need weird, like super deep dish, like a uh, needle nose pliers and stuff. Like, exactly. <laughs> like all these weird like, tools. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like trying to go on Rock Auto to like <laughs> get the particular like weird metric thing I need, yeah. like just like a a wrench and a flathead screwdriver, and I was able to like take apart everything and, and, and a hammer. Exactly, and a t- and a ten mil. You have to have, you yeah. have, to have to have a ten mil socket. Yeah, gotta have a ten. Like everyone should, we should have like a have that weird um spark plug keychain connector thing that like people oh, yeah, are selling yeah, on yeah. treats yeah like i have like mm-hmm. i have one of those or a couple of those and i'm like i'm like oh this thing's great i love it and i always so i always have a spark plug on me and like i'm like dude we definitely need like that attachment with like a 10 like the mm-hmm. quick quick release you're like oh i got a 10 yeah. on, on you at all times like ready <laughs> well it'd be I, i've been thinking it'd be cool to have like a collapsible 10 mil socket <laughs> like, like like on a stick and you just go and yeah, it like extends. That'd be so sick <laughs> It's like one of yeah, those. If anyone's like, listening, it's stending magnet things. You just like whip exactly, it out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect, dude. Yeah. You can keep it like even have like it magnetic on there. You're like, dude, this thing can use it for multiple things. I like it. Exactly. Or, or even better, like hoops. <laughs> <laughs> Your hoops just straighten out like a like a slap bracelet. You know, you, they like Ooh. they curl up and then like you wear them and then like you straighten them out. <laughs> Use it as a tool. It. This is like. We're revolutionizing the industry, like, dude. Like feminine moped wear. We're like fabricators or something. We can, we can see and see this right now. I know it. <laughs> exactly. I, I know someone has a three D printer. <laughs> yeah, we can make this happen. Let's go, mm-hmm. dude. So you started with your couple friends, and did they did they stick with mopeds? for a while like with you like how what happened to you like when you were i'm gonna get my bike and like finding like the larger community of like the scene well so i i was living in yuba city and going to community college and then i transferred to san francisco state university so that was really when i had access to that bigger community because it was like i was just riding with my friends and like people started like getting in relationships or like mm. wanting to move and stuff. So it started to die down. And then when I got to um, San Francisco, I like knew the creatures. I had met them at rallies because I had been to like a land squids rally. Um, I was in town for a creatures rally, but like coincidentally, like I, I had brought my bike, but it didn't start. Like <laughs> that was the Peugeot I had tried to build myself. Yeah. But um, when I when I moved to San Francisco, I bought uh, a JC Penny Pinto, and it was already kitted. It had uh, it had a Polini kit on it. Pretty sure it had a Boss pipe and like a Delorto. Um, it actually had a 
14, no, 15 millimeter Delorto carb is yeah. like very, very clutch, very yeah. like the mild uh, build. Yeah. But I, so I would ride to school. I'd ride to our campus. And one day I came out and someone had like parked their Austral Dimer next to my bike. And so I left a note in their helmet and I was mm-hmm. like, hello, I, I, I ride mopeds too. Let's be friends. <laughs> and like with my phone number and stuff. And they just straight up never texted me or lame, called to me. Dude, super lame. Yeah, lame. <laughs> super lame until, so at this time I was doing live sound on my college campus mm-hmm. and like I did sound for a band and this guy, like this super tall, like doofy looking guy came up to me and was like, um, are you Ashley? Cause you left a note in my helmet and it's Jake <laughs> fucking and I was like, yeah, I didn't text me. Like, I wasn't trying to like, like hit on you. And literally, we became best friends. That's like two sad. months after that, I had to like move out of my apartment. And Jake was like, just move in with me. And we shared a room for a year and a half. Just That's like sick. worst enemies, but also <laughs> best friends. Like we were riding mopeds together. Like. This is when we started riding with the creatures, but we weren't really like affiliated with a club mm-hmm. yet. And so we we were riding with them all the time. I was riding to work. I was working like three jobs and going to school full time. Crazy. So it was just like it was a blast. It was so much fun. Dude, and we sick. had it. We had a garage in our house too. So like we were all wrenching and we were getting our roommates into mopeds. It was like <laughs> that's perfect. It was a blast. I remember yeah. like I shared I shared a room with like a with a guy when I was younger. So like this, the whole like splitting a room thing, I'm like I can super relate. I'm like, dude, that's perfect. Like your rent's like so cheap because you're splitting yeah. like one bedroom like in this house. Mm-hmm. Of, like uh, they might have more roommates. So you're like, haha. Like we have a, another loophole to save money. <laughs> yeah. No. It was literally like it was one of those houses where like the half of the living room got turned into a bedroom. Like yeah. there was a tiny like really it was a closet underneath the stairs that Willie from treats was living in for a really long time. It's like, it was definitely the like quintessential, like dirt bag. Moped like, house. I loved it. it was, I miss it so much. Dude, what, what was the house name? It had to have a name. The house had to have a name. Oh, man, I don't think it had a name. Uh, I, I'm, I've always, I've always been like against naming things. Really? Um. Yeah. It's for me. I like, I'm always worried that my shit's going to break, especially bikes that I built myself. I would mm. never name because I was like, this is going to explode. And then like, it gives me more of an emotional gonna... attachment to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to be like, Oh, that's the bike that like, you know, like people will remember your bike's name. Yeah. I like, I kind of regret it because it would have made a better story, but I'm pretty sure our house didn't have a name. Ours was, um, the house of leisure. Oh, the house of leisure. Yeah. The house of leisure. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, I think our house did have a name because we had shows sometimes. Like, and they would have, sh- they had shows before I moved in a lot. Yeah. But I'll have to look it up. We'll see. Dude, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So you guys just found each other and like, did you call them out on not, on not, hitting, not, not hitting you back from the note in the helmet? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was like, it took me doing like sound for his band for him to like put it together. Like, he's like, oh, like, that's the person who left a note yeah. in my helmet. You know, like, you didn't know who I was. But that was a fun job, too. Yeah, like, that was, I, I did sound for a while. Like, I, I loved yeah. it. That was great. Oh, it was great. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've like, I have a bad habit of like not being able to say no to job stuff. So I got it. I had to get an internship 
through for my program mm-hmm. that I was like studying in school because I went to school for audio engineering. And then I got a job at this club called 1015 Folsom, which is like an old burner club. It's like three stories. It had five different stages. Yeah. And I didn't know what an XLR cable was like walking into it. I just like literally faked it until I made it oh, yeah. and ended up starting to get paid for it because the sound like the manager was just like you are literally doing the job now so i'm going to pay you money (laughs) and then uh, yeah and then someone asked me to cover some shifts at this jazz club um called boom boom room Mm -hmm. and i was like okay and then i started noticing bartenders were making way more money than i was and like coming in an hour after me and leaving an hour before me and when i got the opportunity to like start bar backing somewhere i was just like okay like Like, then i bartended for like yeah for nine years yeah no eight years that's a good stretch for a bartender yeah i know you're you're close to being a lifer dude like are you happy are are you happy for the pandemic for that well the the pandemic actually literally i feel like such a fucking normie now it which is great (laughs) i love it because like i stopped riding mopeds for the most part because i wasn't going anywhere i mean everything was shut down um I did like a coding boot camp. Mm-hmm. So I got like a software engineering job like a few months ago. And so now I just like work from home and sit down and like have a nine to five where like my company buys me lunch once a week. And I like, you know, it's just, it's bizarre to have like dental insurance, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, like got to go to the dentist on Tuesday. <laughs> like it's like a straight up job instead of like, yeah, All right, I'm doing like five things like the, but instead of the hustle. Like yeah, when you're living that life, it's no. definitely like the hustle. You're like, all right, I'm bartending a couple of days a week. All right, I'm doing sound a couple of nights a week over here. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm trying yep. to do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love my boring ass job now. It is so sick. I like <laughs> sit down. Now my back hurts instead of my knees. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> nice to have some balance. <laughs> you got to get one of those like uh, standing desks that can like do both. Oh, man. No, I'm, I'm a sit down. I've stood up enough. Like I'm ready to sit down for a few years. <laughs> like I'm on my ass the man. rest of this time. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But man, I'm excited for the summer. I feel like this is really going to be the summer that mopeds like come back. Yeah. You know, I'm, like I'm feeling it for sure. Yeah. Like I can, I know there's going to be a rally. Like I can just like feel it in my bones, <laughs> but it's also hard to like know where other people are at. You know, like yeah. I haven't, like been in contact with anybody in legion for example like Mm -hmm. in a while like i don't know where they're at as a club you know it's like it's hard to assume everything's going to be the same as it was two years ago yeah i mean i still i think it's going to come up because it's like we've had we've still the scene's still been like gaining new clubs over the Mm -hmm. last two years like there's still like new clubs that have been starting or new clubs that have like began and are still kind of like doing a thing and with people who have never even been to rallies or have like barely like scratched the surface of like the moped larger scene yeah and like i'm seeing like you know there's there's rallies dates that have been posted already it hasn't like it still hasn't blown like it like i thought it would with like okay mm-hmm. there's like 15 dates already on the calendar for the summer yeah like but i know nashville's got one booked there's a new club mm-hmm. from um i think south carolina or like georgia that's got oh, one cool. booked. The buzzards are doing one. 
So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm beating the war drum in Richmond right now. I'm just like, all right, guys, mm-hmm. we're going to Nashville. Like, who's getting in the fucking van? Like, yeah, no, I mean, I still, I still remember uh, wet, wet <laughs> when it was going to happen. That was like, <sighs> that, that was, was my biggest literally- letdown. That- Honestly, I feel like I would have just quit mopeds after that anyway. I'd be like, <laughs> jet skis are the future. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Wet rally, dude. I'm so yeah. bummed. Like, I was so hype on that rally. We were planning it. We scooped the mm-hmm. we scooped the spot out. We had like we literally had like the like grungy do whatever the fuck you want campground that we were staying at. Yeah. Like the spot was literally just like, yeah, we're going to be over here setting on fireworks. You guys can do whatever you want. Like, and they gave us like this huge field, like up on a hill, like for ourselves. Oh, wow. And it was like right on the water. Like it had like a, like a, like a slipper. So you could like put in like right there. And yeah. like, like the only thing was like the roads out there, like, like a kind of fast, but it's like, open riding and no stop signs anywhere it's like cool we're gonna ride yeah. miles and miles and miles until you hit the stop sign and then we're gonna turn and we're gonna do it again so it was, it was yeah. like long riding with like a lot of like bridges like a lot of like water cover like crossings i don't know i'm yeah. really i'm kind of bummed <laughs> yeah no i mean maybe in the future yeah maybe hope so like it was like we were literally gonna raffle off a jet ski like <laughs> we're just like i don't know if anyone's gonna be actually take this home or not like yeah some like club yeah. from like a landlocked fucking city like like wins a jet ski i'm like if you win the jet ski and you do not want it um the club will trade you something else and we'll keep it i love that or you can just trade it to somebody who wants it you know yeah, like someone I'm sure else someone- would want it Oh yeah, like at the raffle, like at the peak of everyone just being like fucked up, like yeah. someone's gonna really want that. So you can Dude, probably me, trade it for whatever the bike ski. they have. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is bullshit. I bought four hundred dollars worth of raffle tickets and he only had one. Yeah. And then it was like cool it sucked because like after that too, I got I saw like um like some I saw a couple of mopeders on the internet like buying jet skis. Like some of the some of the dudes from the daggers, I think, got jet skis. Oh, cool. And they're like riding That's jet skis. Sweet. And you're like, what? Like, this is the thing, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like jet skis, snowmobiles, like they're def- different elements of moped. Yeah. And Dude, someone, I think it was Sal that used to be in Smog Squad, sent me a video the other day, and it's like this fucking weird thing I've never seen. So I want to call it like a water scooter because it's it's a it's like a it's like a surfboard but with like bars up on the front and you like no no you don't it's a surfboard with a motor essentially it's a it's a like what's oh, the thing cool. you write what's the thing you lay on like a wake a wakeboard it's like a long okay. extended wakeboard with a with like a motor or some kind of like pro- propellant and they're like these dudes are like racing they have like a hand throttle and you're laying on this fucking like wakeboard thing oh, you're like laying down yeah you're laying down cool. and you're just like ripping dicks on this thing. It looks sick. It was crazy. They were like racing them. And I was like, this is an actual sport or something that we've just never heard of. Like there's so yeah. many weird random sports like that that, you've, that no one's heard of. And I like saw the video and I was like, I'll send you the link. I got it somewhere. Yeah, but I please was like, do. I was like, this thing's sick. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we could get some of these real cheap. Like, all right, guys. Like, here you go. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, like meet me down at the races. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like belly boarding yeah. with a motor underneath of you. Like, Definitely. Dude, we were trying to get a fucking pontoon boat while we were down there. We were gonna do like a like like a crab feast or like yeah, there's like the spot where you could just go get bushels of crabs. So we we're like, yeah, we're just gonna grab a couple of bushels and just like, oh mm-hmm. man, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. 
Yeah, no, that's the had a real ratchet like hotel across the street. So it's like, oh, you don't want to camp. We got like the budget hotel right across the street, which is probably like dirtier than the ground (laughs) of the campsite. You know, oh yeah, it's like real like real like I don't know. It's a weird town. Like that whole town is literally just built around like this giant lake. So it's like they have this massive lake, and there's like a public like state park where you can go like down and swim, and like. Mm -hmm. And like people are just like, oh yeah, I own my second home out there. So it's like a, that mix. It's like you know the really like rich people who have like their second river house or lake house, yeah. and then like the 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 normal people who just kind of live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, it's crazy. Oh, I got super. We got super distracted out of beds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you said um like so when you started, you were you getting into it. You you were going to rallies before you even like moved to San Francisco. Yeah, no, I went, I just went to two. I I went to San Francisco to like maybe go for a ride, but my bike didn't start. So that was like my first rally experience. Mm -hmm. But my first actual rally was a Land Squids rally. Um, And that was a blast because I was used to roads like that anyway. Mm -hmm. And then after that rally, um, I used to like literally ride my bike. 50 miles from my town to Sacramento to like hang out with some of the land squids. That's crazy. Like on my, <laughs> on my Peugeot. This is, this, this rally happened before I tried to kit my Peugeot. So it was just literally me going like 25 miles an hour, like on levee roads, like through all these wide open fields. And during the summer, it, like my bike, if it ever like started acting weird, I would just pull over and like dump some water on the cylinder head and like, <laughs> and just keep on going. And it like never broke down. That's tight. Yeah, no, that that was like, I that kind of set me up for success for um, pinball run. I think is like, I was used to being super uncomfortable to the point where I like wasn't uncomfortable anymore. Yeah. So like it's super like super isolated and just like yeah, on some random road by yourself. Like yeah, this is fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like singing songs in my head. Like I didn't have <laughs> like I had a BlackBerry. Like I'm pretty sure until like 2013. Like <laughs> I like. So I would just be like chilling with my thoughts, like going on these roads. But yeah, I went, so I went to that Landsquids rally. I want to say it was 2012, but I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a puddle cutters rally. Um, not too long after that. And how are you getting, were you going and, like with groups or? No, for for those, I think it was just me and um, Nick A.D., from Sacramento that went up to that, like that first puddle cutters rally. Mm -hmm. But then after that, like once I moved to San Francisco, me and Jake were like rally buddies. We would go like, we would drive everywhere together. He had this like super beat up Prius that we would like throw the bikes (laughs) into. Like, like and that was the way we'd get it. We can go anywhere. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that that was also our chase vehicle for pinball run three because me and Jake were on a team together mm-hmm. for that. And that was kind of like, cause we had gone to an LA rally. Like we'd like, we'd already met the bullies and like, we're very familiar with all the West coast gangs and like mm-hmm. going to Moped GP and Apple Valley and shit. It was like, we were definitely ingrained in the scene, but pinball run three was like the best one, yeah. I think. And that was kind of when we re- I realized at least that like mopeds were 
like a very dominant part of my life. Like mm-hmm. it was pretty easy for me to realize that like, cause I was going to school, I was working full time. I was like riding mopeds and like hanging out with moped people. And like on that trip, I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm in this for life. <laughs> like, for this life at least like yeah. like all my friends like, are mopeders like we're like doing yeah this all the time it's like i just shit outside for the first time in my <laughs> life like i like i have committed myself to mopeds <laughs> like here let me hold this tree we got this yeah it was like off of a cliff like <laughs> coming in from oregon like to california we kind of like ride through these super windy hilly woods areas like mm-hmm. right before the coast and then you just break out of this like mountainous region into like wide open coastline and it was so beautiful God. and like that's where jake and i were going to switch um riding and mm-hmm. i was going to drive and i was like well it's it, i got you gotta go sometime yeah. so i was literally just like shitting off of a cliff like <laughs> my moped right there like it was the most beautiful thing that's ever happened <laughs> the most, gorgeous, <laughs> most gorgeous poop you've ever had <laughs> Maybe anyone's ever had had like seen it. <laughs> That's great. So what uh, what made you want to do pinball? Like I know like it's like a it definitely takes a commitment to to decide to do a pinball run or yeah. Baker's dozen, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely Jake. Jake was like Jake built the bike. He built the original motor on it. I built a backup motor like literally the night before we drove up to Seattle. Um, but he, he really wanted to do it. And I was like, hell yeah, like I'll be your teammate on it. You know, it's like, but he was the driving force behind it. And like last minute we had to swap out the front forks for something else. And so like the bike was super uncomfortable for him to ride. Cause he's like a really tall, like mm-hmm. bigger dude. And I am just like compact and like able to suffer. So I got, I got to ride, like I ended up riding longer than him and like most of the like kind of inner California stretches. So he got to like ride the coast to Malibu and yeah. like he got to ride in the uh, San Francisco, but I did all the like labor intensive, like boring parts <laughs> of it. It was still so much fun. Yeah. Dude, I'm like super jealous still. Cause like I haven't been, like I've been to the West coast, but I haven't been for a moped rally. So I haven't ridden oh, San Francisco. Like I haven't ridden the coast. Like I haven't ridden in LA. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like still you, dying for like that portion. I need like oh, it's a week. Just like all right, cool. I want to start in San Francisco and be like, yo, just like let's just go some places. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like you would be welcomed with like open arms. Like there's San Francisco is like because I've ridden, I've gone to rallies like all over the country, and San Francisco is still my favorite place to ride. Like going riding over the Golden Gate Bridge is like transcendent it's it's like i know it's kind of kitschy but like no it's classic dude you ride over this bridge and then you're riding like up this beautiful highway where you can see the ups and downs and it like you look like if you just kind of go over the guardrail you're gonna land in the ocean you know it's (laughs) like it's the most beautiful place yeah like on earth la is beautiful too like the rides out there like riding from la to malibu the bullies will do a ride sometimes Mm -hmm. like also just like so much fun so stunning but the, you, you gotta go you'll be able to get a loner you know you don't want to yeah. have to i mean i gotta I got drive club, all that way i have club members there so it's like they got yeah. me it's like dana or like exactly. willie or someone like you know in black black yeah. or give me a bike oh yeah definitely yeah. they gotta 
but it's They're obligated. Yeah, yeah obligated. <laughs> same, same, same team, same team, adventure club. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I feel like there's like those like there's definitely those few places in the country that are like famous for like you know being iconic or whatever. Like oh, like that Br- Golden Gate Bridge, like Times Square, like all these places that like mm-hmm. all have moped scenes, and it's like dude, like. You, you're telling me you didn't like go on Bourbon Street like on your moped like you didn't like like those are the places like everyone has to go at least once and like do like yeah. the moped thing it's like yeah riding your moped in the Times Square with like a hundred mopeds epic like yeah downtown New it, Orleans it, like on mopeds oh like God. epic like you're doing it <laughs> well then, it's like it's the best way because we're just tourists you yeah, know exactly. like we're <laughs> Like, I want to see that shit. Like, I want to go to, like, a Miami rally, you know? Mm. Like, I want to ride mopeds, like, in Miami Beach. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know anybody down there. Like, is there a Miami club? I don't think there's a Miami. There's, there's a southern Miami, like, moped scene. But, like, mm-hmm. the southern Miami moped scene is on a whole nother tip. That's, like, that's some other shit. Like, I don't know if you've been, yeah. like, watching any of the pook, like, lovers thread on Facebook. But it's, like, there's a drag racing scene in southern Florida. Holy shit. And like they have Ooh. nothing to do with Moped Army. Like they don't like they're not like, oh, we're clubs. Like, no, they're like just some dudes like throwing together mopeds and drag racing for cash. Like they have a whole other That's shit going so on. Sweet. It's crazy. It's it's awesome. Respect. Yeah, yeah it's like, exactly. It's like there are enough mopeds where there can be a whole different community. You yeah. know, it's like Moped Army has been like the dominant like culture center for everybody, but there's like there has to be offshoots, you know, like that's what it's like. I think it's like when I see stuff like that, when I see stuff like that Southern Florida scene and, and like Mm -hmm. the club I had on last week, like they, there are two scenes that have literally popped up exclusively separate from Moped army. Like Mm -hmm. they just popped up and they were doing what they were doing. And now like people are finding out about them after they've already been like doing this for a while. And it's like, that's, that's cool to me. Cause it's like, it shows that like mopeds would have been a thing without moped army. And that's kind of yeah. like exciting, but I feel like without moped army, we wouldn't have like the connections that kind of tie us all together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like understand the value of moped army. It's like definitely a great resource. You know, it's like the threads that people post about how to fix bikes or like riding in a new area, you know, like there's a lot of like, there's a lot of uh, value in Moped Army. But then on the other hand, it's like really toxic. You know, it's yeah. like I don't like to participate in Moped Army. Like, I don't know. Internet shit talk. It's just, yeah, I, I love I love like the I love the gossip. I love the drama. <laughs> I love I love listening to it and I love like you like you get to know people better that way. Mm-hmm. I, I like understand it's part of any kind of like niche group but it's like to the point where people are just being like very hurtful and i can't like in good conscience like participate and stuff yeah. like that I've, I've never and that's why i haven't logged on because like i don't even know but i feel like that's anything social media related it's like it just yeah, gives people exactly. like this like open like pass to like say whatever they want on the internet because no one's going to punch them in the face about it <laughs> yeah, no, not until the next rally they yeah, go to. It's like, but, yeah, I mean, I, I deleted Facebook for the same reason. You know, it's like it just became like the same. Everyone's mad about the same things like all the time, and I'm like, it's yeah. like, oh well, good to know that like 
moped army facebook group is still like super toxic <laughs> like yeah. i'll stick with moped army when they like want to go there you know it's like cool you guys troll all you want like none of this affects my life <laughs> exactly i'm just like thanks like good luck like with cool. all that let me know when the rally yeah. is i'll be there <laughs> exactly yeah no that's that's kind of what i rely on like yeah. other people for now i'm just like yo like when's the when's the black black rally when's the legion rally like when's that thing? someone will tell me we're showing up don't don't try to kill us this exactly. time legion <laughs> I will be there. Yeah. No, I actually, I got my partner into mopeds in, um, 2019. Uh, I bought, I had got this like Grillo from, uh, from mopeds. They were going down to Atlanta to pick up some bikes and mm-hmm. they picked it up for me. I yeah. love that bike. Yeah. Beautiful it, bike. yeah it, it was stock with a pipe, like so solid. Um, but I ended up selling it to my partner because he was like starting to get really into it. Um, so I was like getting him so psyched for his rally in 2020. I was like, yeah, like hopefully like Philly will be early in the year. Like that's the best place to go. It's super close. Like mm-hmm. love Legion riding in Philly is so much fun. And then the fucking pandemic happened. And now yeah. it's just like, I feel like I hyped him up. Blue for him. Yeah. <laughs> hyped you up. And now you're like still just like wanting to do moped stuff. Yeah. But, but we've been talking do. about it more. I'm like, the rallies are going to happen. They're going to start happening again, yeah. and we're going to go. It's going to be fun. Dude, I can't wait. Dude, you guys gonna yeah. are you going to do the uh, Arcadia, the um, the Boston ride thing they do, like up the mountains? They, I don't see. This is the problem with like not going on Moped Army is that I haven't heard. Do you know the date for it? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Like, because I because Arcadia is in Maine, um, and the Boston guys usually go up there for some writing yeah like that's the one they always do and they they talk mm-hmm. about it all the time that's the one they're always like this is the most beautiful ride like out of everything mopeds yeah. we've ever done this is the most beautiful ride we've ever done we do it every year yeah like, this is yeah the that's best. You, have, you have to go and i'm like i hear about it but it's a long trip and and i yeah. and like and like i'm not in a position where i have like that kind of time like right now yeah like which i regret like i wish i could go so bad but it's like i'm like mm-hmm. if you're like you're closer than i am so i'm like oh like maybe that's the one for you I'm not sure yeah. it's not it's not posted on Open Army. It's like because I feel like that's one mm-hmm. of those like invite only kind of jams. They like invite a couple of people and like you yeah. know, whoever comes comes, but it's not like open invite. Like let's get a hundred people and ride up this mountain and go camping, you know? Because they don't want yeah, baby- no, I, this isn't a babysitting know, event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think I think that's why so many like rides and like many rallies became invitational on the East Coast is like they're the same people that are kind of like bad actors now. So it's like, it's not invitational to like be exclusive. It's invitational to like one or two people like don't get invited. You're like, <laughs> it's like an anti-invitational. It's like everyone can come except for like these two people. Like, please like, but I respect it. It's like, yeah. it's a big liability, you know? And they're like smaller and they're not trying to like, you know, we, we're not going to have a chase vehicle and a trailer and like the investment yeah. of like having a real rally, like, real rally, like takes more planning. Cause you have to like, you, sh- you don't have to, but you should provide certain like accommodations for all these people that you have coming. Yeah, exactly. And camping is kind of a good cop out for that where you're just yeah. like, bring your own tent, yeah. like that packs down. So <laughs> exactly. I love, I love the camping rally. I feel like any rally Thanks. that forces everyone who's going to the rally to be in the same place is always the best because then you're forced to like socialize more. If it's yeah, like, exactly. cool, like everyone stay at Airbnbs, like all over town, then it's like, 
I only saw you when we met for the ride and then yeah. we went home and then I saw you at the party that night, but I didn't talk to anyone. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's like having the party at the place people sleep is always like the best way to prevent that from happening. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm 30 this year. Like there are people I've ridden with that have known me since I was like not even 21 yet, you know? So it's like, I will get an Airbnb and like take a shower before the ride now. Like there'd be like that, that's a new development for me. Like that was like a last or like, I guess 2018, like I started being like, yo, you know, it's really nice to like sleep in a bed, not on someone's couch, you know, like, I'm happy to be like that now. Like yeah. the Airbnb a is, is tight, dude. Airbnb at the rally. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty clutch. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's 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 really it's the secret. Like if you if you like haven't been to a moped rally, don't get an Airbnb, like crash on someone's couch. But like yeah. do it like a few times before you get the Airbnb. Because yeah. then, then you like, make those connections to your you're crash on a couch and you're making a friend and then like yeah. now you and the, that person you're staying with are really good buddies and if they're like a moped house where it's like a couple of the people in the club are staying mm-hmm. there, then you get to meet a yeah. couple of them and you guys all fucking party down all night long and you're like you leave and you have a best friend. And that you, Yeah, you know, exactly. And they you make you breakfast in the morning. It's yeah. like you, you know, you fold, you fold their sheets up and you put it in the corner with a pillow on top. Yeah. You know? it's, it's like you try really hard to fold the like one blanket you got <laughs> and like don't know where to put it. So, <laughs> but the, but the Airbnb is tight. I think, um, yeah. Last time, actually, the last, the last three rallies I've been to, we got Airbnbs. Like, cause we did the, um, we did the beach cruise that, uh, got put on in 2021. Or 22, I can't remember. We did that because it was like tired of the pandemic. And then she did like the small like ride thing and it ended up being like 80 people or 60 people or something. Oh, wow. It kind of blew up out of nowhere. She was just like invited a couple of friends down to this little thing and it got out of hand. Like a bunch of people showed up and like yeah. it like kind of fucked her with like her like Airbnb status and all this other shit. Cause like, yeah, it got bad. No, but- that, that's, the, that's the secret. Like, you don't tell anybody you're getting an Airbnb. Like that has to be like an exclusive. That's the real invitational is like, Hey, like we're going to this rally. Do you want to split an Airbnb with us? Because yeah, don't tell anyone else. (laughs) This is our Airbnb. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't give anyone the address. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we've done those like our last three ones. We did the one at that beach ride and like Richmond, like the Richmond crew, like we just like do it together. Like we, we kind of, we just, when we do our group rallies or when we're going to a rally, we always just make an open invite for anyone who's in the Richmond moped scene. Like, Oh, yeah. you're new. Oh, you just got a moped last week. Cool. Like we're going to this rally. You can come with us. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's a hundred bucks a piece. Like, you know, it covers your van and like, cause we'll get like a rental or something. If, it, if it's a lot oh, of us yeah. are going, we're like, cool. We're just gonna get a big rental van that can pull a trailer and like we'll park all our stuff in there. We got an Airbnb for three days. Like it's going to be great. Like, yeah, you just chip no, in a little it's, bit it's of the money. Best way to do it. Yeah, it's great. We had a nice one in Tampa, and we had a really nice Airbnb. We went to New Orleans. It was, like, around the corner from a nice coffee, like, beignet spot. And, like, it had, like, a yeah, like a I little, miss- like, covering for all, for us to park all our mopeds. It was great. Yeah. Oh, man. I miss New Orleans a lot. That was definitely, like, um, I went down twice. We drove from New York, and it's a fucking long drive, but it was worth it. Yeah. Dude, what is it for you guys? I think I was, like what like a 25 hour drive or something i think it's like if if you don't stop i think it's like 23 hours but like of course we stopped so it was just like 
I think it was just me and two other people the first time we drove down. Mm -hmm. And so we would just rotate, but just like riding mopeds for a long time, like I can drive for a long time. So there's always one person that can like (laughs) really be the marathon driver. Yeah. I think the first year we drove the once I did the whole drive myself. I was like, I got it. Like I, we left at night and I was just like up all night, like listening to audiobooks. And then the sun came up and I was recharged again. I was like, I'm good. I'll just keep yeah. driving. Like I'm fine. <laughs> and then I got there and like slept the whole first day. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I blew it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't be a hero. Yeah. Like <laughs> you just spend the whole rally just exhausted. You're like, God damn it. That was not smart. <laughs> Exactly. Like you can be the person who drives all the way back. You know, it's yeah. like that's that's the real hero is somebody yeah. who's like able to marathon drive like after the rally. Yeah. Like I'm like it always falls to me because I'm the sober one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like wait, you haven't been drinking like water beers for the last three days straight. <laughs> so tell me more about your your time in San Francisco, like in the moped scene. Yeah, I mean, if if anyone's ever been to San Francisco, you know that, like, the creatures are the best. Like, they're the sweetest, like, most welcoming people and, like, a blast to ride. Like, everyone's always down to ride. And that's just such a special thing. Because they're, like, they're older, you know? Like, yeah. the creatures have been around for, like, they're, like, OG yeah, early moped gang, you know? And, like, a lot of the original members are, like, newer, like, members that joined, like, a year or two after they were founded are like still writing yeah. you know so it's like they're they're like wise sages like <laughs> in the hills I, and it I was like the, the big, they were like the big they were for a while they were the biggest moped club in moped army too it was like 30 of them oh, or yeah. something for a while oh yeah no it's like it's it's not exclusive like they were definitely like would take anybody that was like super chill like love to ride like had a passion for it you know and like they would foster that kind of um like thrive like if you if you were down to ride if you showed up to rides if you're nice to everybody like and everyone liked you then you were basically (laughs) like yeah exactly put your hands up but (laughs) yeah no exactly i i learned i learned so much from them like i I don't think I would still be writing if I hadn't like moved to San Francisco. That was like between like Jake, um, like Ryan Montana with his like two shops. Like it was, it, it kept the passion alive. You know, it was like yeah. seeing people who were like even more into it than I was and were like good at it. And it like so much fun to be around. I was like, I can, I can keep this going. Yeah. So, and it, and like the group knowledge too. Like, I feel like that's a big thing with mopeds. It's like doing it on your own is one thing and you can learn a ton from the internet and mm. videos and like reading moped army and like threads and forums and Facebook or all that stuff. It can all help, but like having other people that can help you learn it like physically with you and like keep your bikes on the road. Cause that's the biggest thing. If your bike doesn't run, you're going to get bummed out. So as long yeah. as your bikes run and you have people to ride with, you can go ride whenever you want by yourself. Like it makes it helps people stick around with mopeds. Like I feel like yeah, I feel exactly. really bad for anyone who's like gets into it and then has bike problems and has no idea what to do and no one to help. Like, well, and it's really frustrating too because like unless you live in a major city, there's not a moped shop, you know, and like motorcycle shops, especially like they're just not set up for it, you know, like 
They don't want to touch. They're there to make money on motorcycles. You know, no one's going to like go out of their way to like, maybe they'll go out of the way to fix your bike for you. If it's something they can do, like they'll change your tire. But I don't think like it, I, I have a lot of respect for people that like come from these smaller towns and these like, these squads that have just like persevered and like, <laughs> like learned on the fly because that's like, that's harder than like if you live in New York and like your boyfriend has a moped and you're like, I want a moped and you buy a moped. <laughs> yeah. And then like you have people that can just fix it for you. You know, it's yeah. like when it, when it's organic, when it's something you have to like earn. It's like, hard. A lot of respect. Yeah. That's a hard way yeah. to go about it. And like, I have a bad respect for people who like, are, um, realize that that's not for them. Like they don't want to be the person wrenching. They don't want to be the one like turning yeah. wrenches. They just want to like, you know, they don't have the time or, you know, that's not what they're into. And they're just like, Hey, like yeah. I I'm willing to pay my friend or willing to pay this shop to fix the bike for me. And, yeah. and then I get it back on the road and I'm happy. Like they're, they're more than willing yeah, to pay exactly. And sometimes and, and that's, that's what it costs. That's kind of where I'm at too. You know, it's like at this point I have friends that work at the moped shop and like, I don't have, the time like I did before to Mm -hmm. just be like, Oh, like I don't work on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I'll just wrench then, you know, it's like working a nine to five. It's like on the weekends I want to like go out and like do stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a position where I can like pay people to fix my bikes. So like, I'm, I'm so like stoked that I get to support my friends like that. You know, it's like, it's cool to be like, I'm glad that I started wrenching when I did, but like, I'm also glad I don't have to anymore. You know, it's like, it's no, it's it's the positive to like both sides of it. And like, I really feel like too, like that you're supporting the scene because you're supporting a club or a shop or the guy who does the wrenching because he's the one who's buying and flipping bikes and getting more people into it. So you're supporting Mm -hmm. like you supporting that shop by like getting your bike fixed there. It's like helping keep him open to grow the community. Cause if it wasn't for him doing yeah. it, then people are going to like be on this Island by themselves trying to figure it out. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, I, I don't know. I, then it's like for the, there is like the, the one bad side. Cause it's like for us, for us that like did learn how to work on them and you know, how to work on mopeds and you were like, mm-hmm. you know, you're hustling on the Craigslist and you're like, you're finding the bikes for cheap. And you're getting a deal. You're like, yeah, like this guy wanted 500 and I got it for 250. You're like, yeah, I got, yep. the, I got the deal. But then like when you turn around and start like spending money, like, cause you're like, yeah, I got it for 250. I fixed it myself and now it runs and I ride it and it's great. But yeah. then when you like are like riding your bike and you're older and you're like paying other people to fix it, you're like, man, you're telling me I got to spend three hundred dollars <laughs> for someone else to fix my moped when I only bought yeah. it for two fifty. Like that's like the hard part. People don't want to spend oh, money no. on bikes that they don't that they get for cheap. It's like they don't see yeah. the value in it, but there 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 is exactly. value. Yeah, no, there, it's it really depends on your perspective because for me, it's like I have three bikes, so I have a, a Minarelli Fantic, a lo- like a choppered out Minerali Fantic. It's mm-hmm. so tiny. It's the yeah. cutest bike in the world. The I have bike. my Hobbit, um, which is just a Hobbit welded onto a Grilly Super Sport frame. Mm-hmm. And then I have my DT50. And you know, it's like they all run. <laughs> but like <laughs> definitely need like a little well, except for the Fantic. The Fantic doesn't run right now, but like the Hobbit still runs, the DT50 still runs. Like I have the like three categories of bikes that I love the most, which is like 
the dirt bike bike, which is my DT50, the like hot girl bike, which is my Gorelli Hobbit, and then like my stupid fun bike, which is my like mini bike. You know, it's like that's that's small and stupid and makes everyone laugh when you look at it. (laughs) It's so loud and it goes so fast. Like it has no (laughs) really scary, but maybe it'll hopefully be running by the time we have a rally. And I'd love for I'd love to see you on it for sure. Yeah. I remember the first time I showed up in New Orleans, like I was like, I had like a little, like a small hobbit. Like I had a small hobbit. My first one was like, just a little, little hobbit. And I pull up and like the hot and ready's are like, Sean had hyped me up. He's like, oh yeah, we got, we got this new prospect for, for black, black. And I pull up on my yeah. hobbit and like, I think the hot and ready's like, yo man, you didn't tell me you got this gorilla. I mean this, uh, this fucking gorilla on a goddamn tiny bike. Like, Honestly, like all mopeds are stupid you know yeah. like you can't take your seriously yeah. you can't take yourself seriously and ride mopeds that's like contradictory you've already lost the battle if you're yeah. like no trying to how, look super yeah, cool no matter how cool we think we look even though i'm not gonna lie dude like when i was like young and like getting into mopeds or whatever and i'm like mm-hmm. looking at the internet i'm like the creatures look cool they all look cool yeah. they're they're all wearing no. black they have the fucking little leather jackets on i'm like yeah damn like, this, this scene looks the tight. creatures definitely <laughs> still look cool though like i mean like you can look cool as possible but don't expect to look cool yeah. you know but oh man but it's really great talking to you yeah this, this has been a lot of fun yeah um so what are your future plans for my pets my i mean future plan number one i definitely think I need to just like park my bike in my neighborhood. I've been like afraid of it because bikes get lifted in Brooklyn all the time. Like it's, it's inevitable that it's going to get stolen, which is kind of like hard to get over. But if I just leave my bike at the shop, I'm never going to ride it. You know, I have to like take the train to get my bike, ride my bike, park the bike, take the train back home. You know, it's like those extra steps are always like disheartening, but um, yeah, I, definitely ride more obviously i i'm not going to stop riding i'm not going to sell all my bikes and like get a motorcycle yet yeah it's starting to sound tempting (laughs) it's a nice like 650 be able to like ride up to vermont or some shit you know it's like i've always i've always been jealous of people who can ride on highways but it's more boring than you think it would be yeah exactly yeah well dude thanks for coming on i appreciate it yeah of course been a blast and uh it's been a while but you know any shout outs for uh my pet friends um yeah so shout out to jake single i miss him uh if anyone is still in the bay area like and you see him tell him i said what's up even though i text him all the time (laughs) willie also i miss i'm just basically shouting out my roommates who like i lived with in san francisco i miss carrie shrek i miss all the bullies i miss all the creatures um I miss Angel from New Orleans. Wow. Yeah. And Maitland. I miss everyone who was on Pinball Run 3. Uh, I miss you. <laughs> so it's just been good to talk to you. And yeah, just that's that. Those are my shout outs. And if you didn't get shouted out, I'm sorry. Still love them. But Still I miss love. you too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Because I know that's a, a social that you still use. Yeah, so I'm I'm only on Instagram at uh, Scream Age Dreams, but I'm tagged in some of um, Carrie Shrek. Cool, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll like tag you and link you when I post sweet. it post it up and stuff cool. too. Yeah, 
So but yeah, I'm a, I'm a private account. So if you have a moped in your picture, I'll definitely approve it. <laughs> That's it guys. <laughs> it's been change, my like, change, yeah, change your, change your profile picture. <laughs> moped, moped, make it easy. <laughs> exactly. Well, dude, hell yeah. Thank you for coming on and uh, it'll be out tomorrow. Oh, awesome. And I'm I'm gonna see you soon. This year. That's our that's yeah. our goal, okay? We're gonna go to a rally. Is either gonna, gonna be like Legion things gonna happen or or we're gonna have a New York rally. That'd be sick. I'd love to come back to New yeah. York City. Or like if we need like some weird uh weekend getaway, I kinda wanna go visit that that club that I keep telling you about from Pennsylvania called a uh, River Riot mm-hmm. Club. And it's like oh, sweet. a small like uh town and they ride super slow and it's like kind of tourist attraction spot so we could like yeah let's meet in pennsylvania <laughs> i love that just a nice little like amish country hang yeah. slow weekend getaway <laughs> with airbnbs right. and showers <laughs> exactly everyone's gonna have cute airbnbs <laughs> all right biggie thank you yeah have a uh, have a good time in D. tell everyone what's up i will definitely all right later Cool. Thank you guys for listening to another week of the Moped Money Podcast. Um, it's actually odd for me because we recorded at an earlier time. It's only 6 o'clock p.m. for me on the East Coast right now. And I'm like, used to recording, it started at like 8 or 8.30 or something. And like, ah, I'm doing this in the end of the night. And then I'm like trying to wind down. And now I'm like, what am I going to do now? Because <laughs> I still have more time in the day. And like, so maybe I'll go wrench or play with mopeds or something. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But once again, like I said, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can go to mopedarmy.com for one, because you can learn about the scene and see what rallies are coming up. Check that stuff out. Or you can go to my, my, my ah, mumble mouth. God, marbles in my mouth tonight. You can go to mopedmonday.com. You can pick up a shirt or a hoodie or something, and that supports the podcast and the hosting and all that. And I still have a couple calendars left for Moped Rich that our homie put out for the 2022. There should be some over at Treatland. So if you order something from Treatland, you should be able to like mention that and get a moped calendar in your package. Or if you buy something from a store while well, I still have a couple of these left over, I'll throw them in the packages. I think I have another eight or something left over since I gave some to the friends in town and I'll throw them in whatever package, you know, for someone on buys a shirt or something. And yeah, if you have a topic we should get into or, a guest you think should be on the show or you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, feel free to email me at mopedmondaypodcasts at gmail.com. And I'd love to have you on. And also add us on Instagram. Um, we got a Facebook group and just share the episode. If you liked the episode or you found one you did like, you know, share it on your social to your friends. You know, that's the best way for people to hear about us. And I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> Your car. <laughs> right about that. I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy. Wop, wop, wop.